0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from
1: HowStuffWorks.com. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Poulet, and I'm an editor at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting across from me, as always, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland.
0: Binary solo. <laughs> That was the extent of it this I like that that was a short quote yeah it, it helps balance out the epic quote I did a couple of episodes ago
1: that's true that's true
0: uh, today we wanted to talk about
1: um, a topic that a couple people have brought up to us in the past and uh, we just sort of tabled it for a while yeah um, but we're both sort of interested in it and um, I think it's time we uh, we pulled this one out and give it a Give it a try.
0: Yeah, it's the Arduino, which is a an open source platform uh both of hardware and software.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's kind of interesting to mention. When we talk about open source a lot, we are often referring to software. Yeah. And by open source we mean uh when they release in this case the software, um, it's made public to everybody what the code is behind the software so that if other people want to make contributions or look for vulnerabilities or find ways to improve it, uh, ways to incorporate parts of that software into other software, they're welcome to dig in and get to work. But you don't often
0: see that with hardware. Yeah, it's a little trickier to do for one thing. Um also, yeah, if you if you're looking at your general kind of hardware, let's say a, a microprocessor, you're looking at your uh, your general microprocessor, you tend to um to have it uh pri- proprietary, right? Like Intel doesn't publish it's micro architecture in complete detail no. to the entire world. That's mm-hmm. that's proprietary knowledge because that's that's what Intel's business is built upon. Uh, to go open uh, open source is to kind of um, uh, well, just to take the veil away and say this is exactly how this is put together. This is what each component of this thing, you know, how it works and what it does. And if you want to build your own, you are more than welcome to. Or if you want to take this. And, uh, modify it and, and evolve it in some way. You're welcome to do that too. There are a little, there's some guidelines there, but we can get into that. I mean, it's just sort of very simple guidelines, really. Uh, but in the case of the, the Arduino, uh, system, it's kind of a, a tool for people to get familiar with electronics and to learn how electronics work and how to not just design the hardware, but to to program electronics so that they do what you want them to do.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's funny too. You
1: mentioned uh, Intel because, uh, of course, they are. Uh, it's really not even arguably the leading mi- microprocessor manufacturer yes. in the world. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. But you know when when somebody like Intel or Apple or Google or somebody else uh, who has a worldwide reach comes mm-hmm. up with a new product. Um, in a lot of cases, they come up with uh, focus groups and marketing efforts to try to come up with cool names for this yeah. uh, product because they want it to, to sell. Right. Um, in open source, it might be a little different. Uh, actually, this, this all came about around 2005. Uh, I was reading, um, an issue of Make Magazine that came out a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, from the time we we're recording this, uh, and the piece by Dale Doherty, who, uh, who wrote the welcome to that issue, said so this all started in 2005. Um, and it came from, uh, an Italian institute, the Interaction Design Institute Ivrea. Um, If we have any Italian uh, listeners, please correct me on my pronunciation. Uh, But it's near Milan in Italy. Uh, Basically, uh, some of the art students there and an associate professor named uh, Massimo Bonzi came up with uh, an an idea to come up with electronics boards that you could program yourself, but it was for artists and people who weren't programmers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the goal is to use this this basic foundation to build really anything that you can uh, imagine as an electronic device. It, really, you're limited by your budget and your uh, creativity mm-hmm. and your comfort with working with electronics. Uh, I was. A- I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Before,
1: before we get into the details, I just wanted to add this little trivia thing because I think it's funny. Oh, right. The name. Uh, Yes, the name. Because like I said, you know, you come up with these, uh, highfalutin names that are supposed to indicate some kind of coolness factor. Arduino, actually, it's, it's got sort of a coolness factor too because, uh, Bonzi, uh, suggested the name of the bar that they used to go to discuss these things as the name
0: for the board. And Arduino is what stuck. So uh yeah, and, there we go. And their, their programming language is, of course, called the Arduino programming language. It's based on an uh, older programming language called Wiring, which is another uh, open source programming language. Which um, I think is a little weird
1: because if you're not
0: – if you're just doing your preliminary research on Arduino – you might say, wiring, what kind of wiring? <laughs> yeah, no, that's just the programming language name it threw me a little, but yeah if you if you take a look at this, if you were to say well let me let me see what you're talking about you would you would be looking mostly at circuit boards, and you wouldn't necessarily know just by looking at it what the circuit board does, and the reason for that is because the circuit board is uh they you know they've designed the circuit board to be as flexible as possible uh. Figuratively, not Mm -hmm. literally. You're not gonna, you're not gonna bend this. But, uh, flexible as possible so that it can perform as many different functions, um, as you can come up with in theory anyway, by, by using, uh, programming it properly and linking it to the other parts of hardware that you would need to do whatever it is you're going to do. So this is kind of a, you can just call it a microcontroller, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what, what most people seem to refer, uh, to the Arduino and it's, uh, I wouldn't say competitors. Similar uh, products to yeah, that.
0: There are other open source microcontroller products out there, and some of them are a little more limited. Uh, some of them are are really – they've done a lot – the engineers behind it have done a lot of the work for you. For example, there are modular computing systems out there or modular electronics systems out there where you can create an electronic device by purchasing the the – Various modules you would need, and then linking them all together, it's almost like Legos, right? like you've got all these these uh electronics legos, and if you put the right Lego bricks together, suddenly you have you know whatever device it is that you were looking for, like an accelerometer. It's funny you would mention Legos,
1: yeah, um the make issue that had the Arduino in it um listed several different types of controllers mm-hmm. um Including IO boards like Pico board and fidgets, P-H-I-D-G-E-T-S, um, and some others, um, the Netduino, which is very similar to Arduino, uh, controllers like the pickaxe and propeller, um, and then programmable modules including Basic Stamp 2 and Lego Mindstorms. So these are all related to, I mean, the, the similar kinds of devices to the mm-hmm. Arduino, but, um, but yeah, Arduino is, gotten really popular I think because of its open source
0: yeah and and again because nature. of its flexibility uh, you can you can program an Arduino based device to be essentially self-contained where it's going to follow its its programming and uh, you know you have to set it up with power and everything like that you know it's not just like it's some magical device that can work on its own but but the you you can have it where it's a self-contained device or you can have it where it's a connected device where you could connect it to a computer and you run uh, software off your computer to the circuit board to make it uh, do whatever it is you plan like I'll give you an example okay let's say that you you have your Arduino circuit board um, that you've purchased and you can actually build these yourself if you want to they, they do have the the directions on how to build one uh, most people I think would probably be a little intimidated by building a circuit board and would be more comfortable purchasing an, a completed one. And it, remember, a completed circuit board is still pretty much a blank slate. That's just the foundation for you to build whatever it is you want to build. Uh, well, let's say you've got your circuit board and you get an LED uh, so and you connect that to your circuit board in the proper place and you program your circuit board in such a way so that when it receives a particular kind of information, the light goes on and you program it so that every time you get a new email, a little light comes on. And then you plug it into your computer and you've logged into your email client. And whenever you get a new email, it sends the signal because you've programmed it this way and you've programmed it to interact with your computer. The uh, – there's a signal sent from your computer to the electronic board and the little light goes on. Now that's just a very simple uh, application of the Arduino board, right? That's just one tiny little example, but that's the sort of thing you could do if you wanted to. Yes. Yeah, if you uh if
1: you're listening to the podcast to this point and you're you're sort of trying to get an idea um you You would basically see the same kind of thing if you're you know if you haven't actually seen an Arduino board yet you uh, if you popped open a, re- a remote control or really uh, you know any kind of electronic portable electronic device mm-hmm. popped it open and looked at the guts of this that's basically more or less what an Arduino is. It's the board that has um, all kinds of whatever the components are that needs to run that device. Um, uh, but in the case of Arduino, it's a do it yourself type thing. Yeah. So it comes the, the basic, the board, like the, uh, the Arduino Uno, yeah. which is, I would, I would guess probably the most basic, you know, multi-purpose, very popular board. Um, although there are again, many others. Um, you know, it comes with certain things pre-installed on it, but mm-hmm. though that's by no means, you know, that's really sort of to get you started, I think, but really, um, it's not very, if you're not the kind of person that likes to take stuff apart or build stuff from scratch, this may not be very interesting to you. You might look at it and go, yeah, hey, I don't care. I want it to be what I want it already. Yeah. The thing is, uh, you know, for people who like to do a little hacking and getting into, uh, some programming, this can be a lot of fun because you can do, it, it's sort of like, um, uh, this is sort of like the physical representation of a programming language, I would say. Yeah. Because it takes, what it does is you can hook things into it to receive inputs and then hook other things up to it to give you an output. Yes. Um, there are all kinds of projects on the web. Um, I've seen games for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, you know, different kinds of input detectors. Like you were talking about the, the email when it comes in, things like that, where it says, okay, when you get information, send me a signal somehow.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you can, can do almost anything with it. Re- really, in order to do these things, you have to hook up other circuitry to the Arduino. Uh, the Arduino, like I says, it that's that's just a, the board. Yeah, it's just the foundation, and you have to you have to provide the other bits that are going to build into whatever electronic device you're designing. So let's give a couple of other just examples of devices you could, you could create with this. Excellent. Um, uh, I found a site called Hackenmod, H-A-C-K-N-M-O-D, and it had a list of the top 40 Arduino projects on the web and it was an interesting list there were a lot of different applications and these were just things that hobbyists thought hey you know what i want to build such and such uh the the cool thing with arduino is that let's say that you have come up with an idea for an electronic device but your um you know you don't you don't know any way of going about and doing it without uh without starting from scratch well the arduino might serve as the foundation for your device and you can even create devices that you can go on to sell in the market Mm-hmm. Uh, that that use arduino as the the basis for the electronics uh, that's perfectly fine with the 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 creative commons license that they've used to to license this stuff um, now there are cases where if you're going to make modifications to the hardware you need to publish those those changes so that other people can benefit from your work and um and y- you stay true to the license but anyway some examples include i I read about collision avoiding robots, mm-hmm. so in other words, you're using that circuit board as the the brains for lack of a better term of this of this robot yes yeah. and and so you have to attach the right sensors that will detect any sort of of obstacle in the way of the robot, and you have to uh, connect the, the other wires over to the, the various motors on the robot so that the, the robot's able to process the information that it, it pulls in and act on it. So that's an example of what the Arduino could be used for. But you can also do other things. Like I said, there's accelerometers. Uh, I came across a guitar pedal that was using the Arduino as the main circuit board for the, the guitar pedal. It's just a, a, a hobbyist made it. Uh, key tars. Hey. Yeah. You want to bring those 80s days back? You want to have your key out? Uh, there, this is one that I thought was, uh, really a, a great idea. Someone used the Arduino as the basis to create a turn signal biking jacket. Very nice. So yeah, it's a jacket that has turn that signals one. built into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this, you know, th- these are, these are just kind of neat ideas that, that people came up with and they, Tooled around with the Arduino and, and various other electronic components and made them. Uh, there are others as well. There are radio-controlled device devices I've seen. Uh, I've also seen uh, gaming devices. Like uh, there was one that was essentially called an open-source Game Boy. Really? Yeah. So the idea being that you know using the Arduino as the main circuit board, you could create a uh, a gaming device. Now again, you still have to have all those other components and you have to hook them up. Now. For a lot of these devices, people what they do is they just went to an electronics store, and bought the individual components, went back home, and then started to hook them up to the Arduino in the proper configuration, and then you know then you have to program it, and like I said, uh, the the programming language that's you know Arduino uh, 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 give makes that available too, so you can learn how to program your electronics device through the Arduino system, and uh, actually you know, create the parameters that your device needs to follow in order to to execute whatever actions you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can you don't have to use the Arduino language either. You can use others, but you would still have to uh, create the pathway from it to go from whatever programming language you were using into the Arduino programming language. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that would add an extra step, but, um, but you, it is a, a possibility. And I've seen – there are a lot of uh, – tutorials on the web as well on how to use Arduino and how to program Arduino. Uh, yeah, actually the uh
1: the language is expandable using C or C yeah. uh, according to Make. And that's that's pretty standard um you know comparatively. Yeah. Uh, for example, Net Netduino uses C sharp as its programming language. Um, and that's one of the things that they saw as a, a downside to that. If you're not comfortable programming in C it might be a little daunting at first. Yeah. Um, but you really don't need all that much if you want to get started with that. Of course, uh, as we were saying before, you know, it, it, it does take, uh, some cash to, uh, to get started to buy the, uh, the main controller board, whichever board you decide to choose. Yeah.
0: There are several.
1: Um, and I have some listed. Um, you would also need, some stuff to go with it: um, LEDs, potentiometers, accelerometers, USB speakers. Cable. Yeah, you definitely need a USB cable because you have to attach uh, the board to your computer to program, program it. Yeah. Um, then one of the nice things about it is that it works with uh, Windows, Mac, and Linux.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the things that sets it apart from a lot of other of mm-hmm. uh, these microcontrollers that you can purchase. Uh, a lot of them are. Are platform specific. Most mostly Windows, because of course that's the sure. the most popular uh, operating dominant. system out there. Yeah, the dominant operating system, and so uh, that does set it apart. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of the things that I really liked about Arduino is that it's it's you know platform agnostic. It doesn't it doesn't uh, align itself with a specific platform. Although those of us with Amigas are still out of luck. Those of you um, with Amigas, I'm amazed that they even
1: run. I have to be fair, I haven't plugged it in in quite some time yeah um so uh yeah if you if you it doesn't really matter if you've got one of the uh predominant operating systems out there yeah. even the smaller ones um then you're welcome to go ahead and and dig in um you just need to you know figure out what it is that you want to do uh some of the you can find kits online. Yep. Uh, from a number of different stores that will give you the basics to get started with some easy projects, sort of get your feet wet with it. And it, it kind of reminds me when we were talking about radio in a podcast uh, not too long ago about the crystal radio kits yeah. that you used to buy. This is sort of like that. It doesn't require a whole lot of soldering or right. anything like that. Uh, there are, you know, some of the other systems that I mentioned earlier and others like them do, it depends on whether you're buying just a controller or a controller board or an input output board, you know, it sort of depends on what you're working with. Yeah, but, yeah. But the Arduino doesn't necessarily require a lot of that kind of thing because it's it's designed to be used in a variety of ways. So yeah. you can you can hook it up with uh, wires, just basically clipping the wires into place uh, to see what it does.
0: Yeah, it's it's a teaching tool in a way. It's really so kind that of. so that you can learn and experiment. Uh, with electronics, so that uh, you know, you, you don't. Also, you don't have to worry so much about if I. What if I made a mistake? What if I'm not supposed to solder this wire to this contact point here? What if that's the wrong one, and then I have to, you know, desolder it. Desolder it and then resolder, and, uh, and yeah, it's a. It could be a headache. So this is kind of a way. Literally. To, yeah. This this is kind of a way to avoid that and to have a little more flexibility and and not feel as. Anxious every time you're about to make a connection. Um, mm-hmm. As for the programming language, uh, Arduino divides it into three different parts: uh, structure, values, which are your uh, your variables and your constants, and the functions. And it's the combination of using these three parts that allows you to tell the circuit board what you know, what information it's going to receive and how it's going to act on that. Mm-hmm. So it's a neat idea. I've and I do recommend you check out the uh the Hack and Mod article on the Top 40 because there are there are a lot of really interesting applications there. And also there are, like I said there are some tutorials online that are pretty helpful. It's funny because I found tutorials on two different sites and they share something in common. Oh. Yeah, let's see if you pick up on it. There's Adafruit Industries. Ah uh, yes. And LadyAda.net. Okay, so uh, Lovelace there had a had a bit of a influence on both of those, but both both sites have um, tutorials on the the uh, the Arduino microcontroller, and will even go so far as to walk you through the first couple of projects, like uh, uh, the Lady Ada one. The very first project that will walk you through is the uh, what they call the, the electronics co- uh, version of Hello World. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Hello World, if you aren't familiar with this, Hello World is one of those very basic, basic programs.
1: Yeah, you're supposed, actually, it's a, I, I would put this in quotes, you're supposed to, you know, write your first program and have it say Hello World. It's yeah. sort of a, it's, it's sort of a tradition, a programming tradition.
0: But yeah, it's, it's, the whole idea is that you, Pick something that's incredibly simple to accomplish, but that uh, that gives you the basis to learn the uh, the tool. In this case, uh, the programming language. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with the electronics version of Hello World, what that is is a blinking LED. So oh. it's it's learning how to program the Arduino so that it will cause a an LED to blink.
1: Ah, uh, very nice.
0: Yeah, it's you can't get really any simpler than that. Yeah, uh, it's about as easy as it gets. But then beyond that, the later tutorials start to teach you how to incorporate things like sensors and switches and buttons, things that we take for granted as users of electronics. You know, you you, you tend to forget. Oh, this uh this button that I'm pressing is actually uh, interacting with this electronic device in a fairly complex way. You know, you just think I push the button and uh, and and Joel and the bots get the really bad movie of the week.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Movie sign.
0: Oh, good times.
1: Yeah, just as a side note, um, uh, the founder of Adafruit uh, Industries actually was profiled on the cover of Wired not too long ago yeah uh, that's a neat article she's a she's an interesting person
0: yes yes um, I remember that definitely co- the cover caused some uh, some controversy as I recall yeah well, which was unmerited <laughs>
1: <laughs> well anyway nonetheless yes she the the and her company is very into taking stuff apart and hacking it and, and doing it yourself so that's um, very cool actually uh, she's got some I believe she's got some stuff that's wearable. And that's one of those funny things. When I got into the different boards, um, as I mentioned earlier, the Uno is the very basic board, but there are different ones. I mean, uh, you have the Bluetooth, uh, board that comes with a Bluetooth module installed. Mm-hmm. Um, there are mini boards and nano boards.
0: Yep. Uh, not
1: literally nano. Yeah, they're
0: not actually on the nano scale. They're just smaller than the other boards. Yeah. They
1: use the, uh, USB Mini B cable yeah. instead of the regular.
0: And I mean, you would want to have those if the, if your goal was to create an object that would need to uh, be smaller and you wouldn't want this, this larger uh, circuit board in there because it would, it would change the form factor you have in mind, that's why you would go with one of these smaller boards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in general. It's one of the reasons anyway. And then there's the lily pad. Yeah. Did you see this? I did not. Uh, the lily pad is
1: an Arduino board for, uh, that's designed to be worn. It actually comes in purple. Um, but, uh, it's, it's designed to be sewn into fabric so that you can wear whatever it is you're, you're building. And for, and for those who are working on a, a professional level who want to use the Arduino in, uh, something that you're going to leave as a permanent, you know, I want to create this device and I want it to be this way forever. It's not something I'm going to take apart again. There is a pro version of the board too. So really they're reaching out to, to a pretty broad section of the community. And you could tell, I mean, uh, Seth Rosenblatt did an article for ZDNet uh just a, a couple days before we recorded this actually the week we are recording this uh we're following up on Google IO which is their uh developer conference yeah um and uh, uh Seth Rosenblatt was writing that uh, uh about the Android Open Accessory Initiative and the Android devi- Android Device Kit which use the Arduino for people to uh build their own Android Based devices,
0: yeah. That's that's a that was a big part well, of Google's I/O event was that they were talking about how Android is not just going to be a, a smartphone and tablet um, platform, but a platform that will be on top of lots of different kinds of electronics, things that you wouldn't even necessarily have thought. Oh well, yeah. Clearly, you want Android on that. So things like you know stoves and 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 uh, refrigerators and your. Robot dog. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Robot dog. Um, yeah, I don't, I think that the, the system actually would continue, the Arduino part of it would still continue to run, um, the IDE that comes with Arduino. Yeah. But, uh, this, this kit would allow you to, uh, basically create an interface between your Android based device and the thing that you're building. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool to to reach out and sort of bridge that gap. So you could make something that you could control with your phone, for example.
0: Yeah, I've seen some uh, in, in that hack and mod list. I think there were a couple of things that people have already, already built where you can control certain devices through a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's I don't have the list right in front of me, but I do seem to remember that. So, yeah, it's a really neat Kind of idea. If you guys are interested in electronics and building your own electronics and just really learning what makes electronics tick, then you might want to. Or making them tick. Or yourself. making the <laughs> you can actually make the electronics tick. What does it do?
1: It it ticks. It ticks.
0: I got a ticking module and I hooked it up. And it's yeah.
1: I don't suggest you make something that ticks and then put it in a public place. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's just say
0: right now. That's don't not do funny. that. Don't do that. Yeah, they'll trace it back, and they, then they'll come back and they'll knock on our doors and they'll say, "Why did you tell people to do this?" So we didn't tell them to do that. We said that they would. It is possible to do that. Yes. We now disavow ourselves of any ticking Arduino's. Um, although ticking Arduino's would be a great name for a band yeah I'm getting a little sidetracked, I think, I think anyway maybe. <laughs> I was trying to say if you're interested in electronics, you might want to look into this. It is a bit of a, a an investment, although they their their boards tend to be fifty dollars or less.
1: yeah, it's not an expensive expensive investment, but if it's something that you're doing as a hobby and you know well, you also have to buy the stuff in addition to the board right the whatever sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, a lot of the kits I've seen are a little or usually around $99 or yeah. maybe $149 for a, a kit that has again you know a speaker and a potentiometer and some other stuff that you can use to make it do stuff. Right. Um so that's not it's not terrible but it's not pocket change for a lot of people.
0: Right, but it, if you are interested in really getting into electronics and maybe you want to design electronics far, further down the line then this would be, you know, Probably a good way to kind of learn the ins and outs of of the basics, and maybe even you'll come up with the next, you know, killer electronics device. I mean, you never know. That this is the sort of stuff that can inspire people to to really push the envelope as far as uh, consumer electronics goes. Well, you and I have talked about it before.
1: And we've talked about programming and uh, things like the Commodore sixty four, and how many people who are in what is now a billion, multi billion dollar video gaming industry. Yeah. Started off typing in, uh, commands in their very low power Vic 20 or Vic, yeah, Vic 20s and Commodore 64s yeah. back, you know, years and years ago. Uh, you know, this is a way to get your feet wet in the electronics world. So if you're interested in, in, uh, electronics engineering, uh, and you really don't have a lot of experience with it, this is a good way to get started. And yep. it's a good way to build on it if you already do have some experience.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Anything from robotics to, like I said, consumer electronics. Well, I think that wraps up this discussion on Arduino. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions for future topics, let us know. Or let's say maybe you've worked with Arduino. If you have, let us know. Let us know what sort it. of projects you you've worked with, uh, or any of Arduino's um, uh, you know contemporaries, any of the other kind of microcontrollers. If you have experience with that, let us know. And uh, You can let us know on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle there is techstuffhsw, or you can send us an email. That email address is techstuff at howstuffworks.com. Chris and I will talk to you again really soon.
1: Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most
0: promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow.